back for some more trickeration with Mr. Magic, our fourth episode. Of course, I'm talking about CU legend Darian Hagen. With it being game week now, Darian, what, what's the buzz like around the Colorado offices in, in the athletic department? The uh, the buzz around here is, is pretty electric. Man. It was, it's sort of like the uh, the luncheon. The luncheon on Friday had a, had a lot of buzz to it. People were really excited to be there. Um, just like today at work when I, when I when I showed up, you know, we had a meeting this morning with the chancellor and and Rick George. They spoke to us, and the, you can tell the, the the excitement in the room was unbelievable. Uh, the same thing with the coaches. Coaches are walking around. Usually, you know, the first game, coaches they walk around and they kind of tight. These guys not they're not tight. They uh, they're confident. They have. Uh, you know their their belief level is high, which it should be. You know, and and I'm I'm super excited. I'm super excited just to just to see the guys compete. You know, they they've been competing against each other for so long. Now you get you know to compete against someone else. You know that that's that's going to be awesome just for them. I'd imagine as a coach, you have kind of a wide range of emotions on game week. Probably hard to pinpoint one specific feeling that, that you have as a coach. Yes. Um, you know, game week, especially your first game, you know, you, you're super excited. Um, in with TCU, you know, we have a little bit of a, not an advantage, but we have a little bit of a familiarity because we played against them last year. So, you know, the, we know what they're going to do on defense. You know, they, we know what they're going to do on, on offense. You know, the unknown is what are we going to do on defense? What are we going to do on offense? You know, so the excitement level, you know, being unknown, the excitement level should be high. You know, you know, as a coach, you know, when I was, you know, coaching my first, you know, first game of the season, it was always, you know, tense. It was always, uh, you know, he had butterflies because you you wanted to make sure that you were doing the best job you possibly could for your guys. It's going to be hot down there on Saturday. Uh, right. projected to be over a hundred with uh, obviously humidity with it being there in the Fort Worth area. Do you remember what the, the hottest game you ever played in was? The hottest game I ever played in, I would say would have been my junior year summer, you know, first game of the year against uh, Tennessee in Anaheim, California. And it was, it was super hot. And we, I think we had, we had over 106 plays in that game. So, you know, usually, you know, for the season, you had to, you get a hundred plays, you, you get a letter. So everybody, everybody on offense lettered that first game. But it was, you're talking about hot, man. That was, that was the hottest I've ever been. And then going, going down to TCU this week, you know, with the, the weather being, you know, up and down in different, different climates here, you know, you don't know what to expect. You know, uh, but you're right. It's gonna it's gonna be scorching. You know, those guys those those guys. It starts today. You know, those guys got to make sure that they're hydrated. I seen a lot of guys walking around with water bottles today, which is which is awesome. So they're they're conscious of it as well. Before Colorado kicks off the 2023 season, you're going to be heading out to Vail with Colorado's president Todd Solomon. Uh, what are you doing out there? Is that a fundraising fundraising effort that you guys are going on out there? Yes, it's a it's a fundraising effort, um, and it's also um, an effort to where we, you know we're trying to do outreach with the with the community. 
So I'm I'm going to be representing the athletic department, talking about CU football and other sports. Um, and then you know Chancellor and uh, Chancellor DeStefano, he'll be there as well. Him and his wife Yvonne and President Solomon. So they're going to be doing you know most of the most of the talking. I'll be I'm going to be walking around, shaking hands, and kissing babies. <laughs> President Solomon has impressed me. It feels like he understands that the athletic department, the football program specifically, is kind of the front porch of the university. At least that's kind of what I've taken away from his actions and what he said since taking over as a president. What, what, what are your thoughts on what he's done? He's done a, a great job of opening up avenues and different doors for the athletic program and you know specifically you know Colorado football you know um you know getting being able to get the guys in here that we need to be competitive um you know he's 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 helped do that um you know the last the last president we had that was um you know really connected to the football and connected to campus like uh like president solomon is it was uh Dr. Gordon Gee when we when I played, Gordon Gee was awesome, man. You know, he's 82 years old and he's still he's still the president. He's the president right now at uh at West Virginia University. Um, so he's he's still doing a doing a good job. He's he's a he's a guy that's you know serving serving the, the kids, and that's why we all in this business, you know, to serve the kids. You know, and President Solomon he does a good job of that. He does a good job of uh, bridging the gap between. You know the the CU campus, the you know Colorado Springs campus. You know he does a he does a really good job of getting people together and get, making sure that everybody's supported. I never understood why academics and athletics would ever be at odds. It feels like they couldn't help each other out so much. So it's awesome to see a president that that realizes that. So uh, right. excited excited that he's uh, at the helm there because I, I think we've already seen it really benefit Colorado football quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan Edwards, we were talking after we recorded our last episode and just kind of talking about his potential. I'm really excited to see number three make his debut. Uh, His film was incredible. Now he's playing in Kansas, but just some of the stuff he did at the (laughs) high school level was out of control. And it's funny because I was thinking the, the last running back film that I saw that I was that impressed with, with the back was Rodney Stewart's junior film. And I never understood. I know he had a torn ACL his senior year. I never understood why Rodney Stewart wasn't pursued by more power five programs. And and obviously that worked out well for you guys. Uh, They're they're different type of backs. Rodney was more shifty and and Dylan Edwards has that long speed. Uh, I'm just kind of curious, you know, what what your thoughts are on Edwards and, and, you know, is that some of the most impressive film you've seen as well from a back? Yes, it it is. you know, going going back to Rodney, you know, Rodney was a guy that wasn't recruited heavily, like you said, you know, because it because of his knee and because he was, you know, five seven, you know. But when I when I went to the school and, and seen the guy, you know, and and talked to him, he wasn't he he wasn't at school at first, and and his head coach, you know, I walked in the room and asked his coach, you know, could he get Rodney Stewart down here? And he goes, he's not here today. I'm like, huh? I said, I came all the way out here and you told me he would be here. And he goes, I know where he is. So he is a snowstorm. He opens up the back door to his office and called Rodney and the garage door opened up and Rodney was in the, in the garage lifting weights. 
So I knew I knew right there that that guy he wanted he wanted uh, you know he wanted to play at the next level, and I wanted to give him a chance. You know, when I seen his film, there was no way I wasn't gonna give him a chance. Just like Dylan, when I when I seen Dylan's film, you know, I, you know, I, I was I was recruiting the guy, you know, when I was the running back coach here. So uh, I thought that we had a chance uh, with him. Um, and then once we secured it and, and we got him here, you know, just being around the guy, he's, you know, he's a likable kid. You know, he's, he's pleasant, he smiles, you know, he, he's, uh, he's really, really a guy that has a temperament that you want as a running back. You know, he knows when to avoid, he knows how to avoid. And he also, he's, he's, the, he's just a tough individual. And I like that about him. He, he may be small in stature. You know, um, when you look at him, but you give him, but you give him a crease, and you give him, and if you blink, it's over. You know, and that's that's one, that's a guy that we need in our program. He's a he's a program difference maker, and he's gonna. I think he's gonna do a really good job here. You know, his career at CU. I mean this in the best way. It's almost like he's kind of got a Napoleon complex, just even watching yeah. some of the stuff he he does in pass protection. But that still is probably the biggest challenge for him year one right is pass protection I, I wouldn't imagine a guy like Dylan Edwards was was asked to do that a whole lot in high school right he, he wasn't he wasn't asked to you know protect the quarterback but here he's going to be uh asked to protect the quarterback a lot um you know he's he's knowledgeable he's uh he's willing when you have when you're willing and you have that desire to go up and block another guy especially a guy that's going to be nine times out of ten gonna be bigger than you you know, um, that takes a lot of courage and he, he has that, you know, but blocking is going to be his biggest challenge. The when ball in his hand, that's easy for him, but he's going to be a, he's, he's going to have to protect quarterback. He's going to have to take on guys that are that's going to try to overpower him. And that's why when you see on film, you know, he's always scrapping and fighting out there. That's because he doesn't want to, he don't want to be embarrassed. And he knows that with his, with his size and with his weight, that's what people are going to try to do. So he knows that he he has to bring it every time. We teased it on our last show. I got to get your thoughts on Colorado's move back to the Big 12. Were you paying much attention to all this conference realignment madness? And, and what was kind of your reaction when you you found out that Colorado was indeed going back to their, their former conference? I was in shock. I was in shock that we were going back to the Big 12. Um, you know, I think it's a, it's a great fit. You know, especially with the the Pac-12, where you see it at, where you see it now, you know, where you know, what four teams left, yeah, and and it might just be down to two because of Stanford and and, uh, and Cal maybe going to the ACC, you know. So, I I never really had a a connection uh, to the Pac-12. Excuse me, and I don't think uh, a lot of a lot of our programs thought that the Pac-12 was a was a natural fit for us. Now the Big 12 was a, is a natural fit because we're in the middle of the country. Every 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 school that we play is going to be in the middle of the country except uh uh UCF and West Virginia. Those those you know, but you you play them every other year, you know, and, and every other year they come to us. So, but the rest of the time be playing, you know, schools that's right in the middle of the country and you're able to get home and you're able to, you know, have a, a day to, to, um, you know, be yourself, you know, be a, be a kid, be a, be a young man, you know, in college, you know, so I think it's, it's a, it's a great fit. Rick, Rick George, you know, Rick, I don't think he gets a lot of credit for the things that he's done 
a lot of the things that he's done has put Colorado on the map and, and for a long time, you know, and people, you know, uh, a lot of credit goes to coach prime as well. Uh, but Rick George is, uh, you know, my, in my opinion, my humble opinion, he's one of the best ADs in the country, if not the best. I grew up in Phoenix. So I grew up a big fan of the PAC 10. You grew up out in Los Angeles, but it, it just didn't seem to fit the way that we all expected it to when Colorado joined that conference. And once right. USC and UCLA made that decision to join the Big Ten, I think any luster that was still remain of being in that conference left with those L.A. schools. So uh, I, I just never felt the passion in those Pac-12 stadiums that you do when you go to. And I know the Big 12 is going to look different than it did back right. when you guys were in the conference before. But right. you go into those towns and it, it means so much more, it seems, uh, to those communities. Absolutely, because you know those communities they're they're smaller, you know it's, it's smaller communities and the people are into uh, into the, in, into sports more because a lot of times you know those small communities there's not really a lot to do, you know so you know when football season basketball season and stuff comes around they want to get out and they want to support you know because a lot of times they they're not going to you know Denver to see the Denver Broncos or you know Oklahoma doesn't have a a team, you know, uh, Kansas doesn't have a team. Kansas has a team, but you know, Kansas State, I mean, Kansas City. Um, but you know, most for the majority is is smaller towns and things like that. You know, and then every time we went to California, it was it was it seemed out of place. When I say out of place, I just, it just seemed that uh, you know, especially when we played UCLA, you know, it wasn't a lot of people in the stands. You know, big old stadium. You know, really was no connection to to, you know, their their fan base. You know, it, it just it just didn't seem it seemed unreal. That's what it seemed like, you know. Um, and then when when teams came to come to come up, come to play in Boulder, you know, they, I think, you know, with our fan base and uh, the our, our community and, and our uh, our campus environment, you know, you get a lot of a lot of people want to visit Boulder, you know. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a really, really good fit. And. You know, um, we get the opportunity to, you know, recruit the middle of the country. And now we get to really put our footprint back in in Texas. That's going to be helpful, you know, and you still recruit California. But, you know, for the for the most part, you know, you'd be recruiting home and you'd be recruiting Texas. And and with Coach Prime, you'd be recruiting the South. So it's a win win situation for us. Still kind of missing a true rival, though, right? I, I can't imagine uh immediately year one back in the big 12 in 2024 there's going to be huge animosity like there was for nebraska back in right. the day um who, is there a team that you could see kind of evolving into a rival for colorado in the big 12 would it be like an oklahoma state because oklahoma is now leaving the conference they're kind of left without one it's hard to for me to pinpoint one school yeah i would if i had to pick a school i would say it would be um Oklahoma State, just because of the long history and their head coach, you know, being he played he played against us and um, some of the things that he he said in the past, you know, could you know could you know rekindle that that rivalry. But he also said, you know, that and I thought it was a big deal for him that you know having Colorado back in our conference was huge. It was a big deal, and for him to say that that's that's awesome. But I think you know from a natural standpoint of having a rival 
you know, I would I would pick Oklahoma State. Awesome. Hey, Darian, thanks as always for taking time out to join us on the show. Uh, next time we talk, we're going to be uh, able to recap some actual game action out there on the field. Okay. Hey, that sounds good. I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. And thanks to everybody out there for tuning in.